Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. We hope here to equip, empower, and inspire a global community of creatives through rich, Christ-focused conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, and welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. This is Hunter, and today I am doing an interview with our very own Josh Turkey. Hello. Uh, And yeah, I really love these podcast episodes that we do specifically. Um, We try to do them every now and then where we do an interview either with someone outside of Soma or someone inside. Uh, I've really enjoyed doing the inside Soma ones because we get to hear a little bit more of people and how they got here. I think one of the things that stuck out with me so far is that everyone has such a different and distinct story of how they got to Newburgh, Oregon and doing um, yeah, just whatever they're doing at SOMA, um, whether they came from far or they were always here and how they heard about us. But yeah, I guess I'm just going to open up the floor to Josh to share a little bit of his story. Okay. Um, yeah, I started looking at SOMA... 2010 to 2012 ish i want to say well no actually it was probably before that Hmm. um it it was somewhere between 2009 and 2013 um and what i did was i i I knew i wanted to be a game developer i had started Mm -hmm. going to college and taking some programming courses um with that aim uh, and so one time I just kind of figured, I was like, hey, what, like, I'm going to search for game developers, Christian game developers in Newburgh. Um, and I didn't <laughs> Which expect is such a specific, to find, yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't expect to find anything. I just, I was like, I'm going to start there and then I'll just kind of broaden the scope. But then Soma's website pops up, <laughs> uh, and it's, uh, there's a Christian game developer right in Newburgh. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess well, I'm going to check them out. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I came in um, and I was like, hey, I kind of want to work for a game developer and like, I like that you're in Newburgh and you're a Christian company. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything I can do to help out? Like, I'll, yeah. like, I'll take out the trash if you want me to. Like, mm-hmm. I, just, I just need to, to kind of see what the, what the business is like. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chris was like, uh, okay, uh, why don't you go back? Why don't you go, not go back? Why don't you go and learn Unity? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, now I got lucky because it just so happened that, uh, PCC Portland community college where I was going to school at the time, they were debuting a game development class using unity that next like semester. Yeah. Uh, and I was already planning to go to that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of time just perfectly to give me an opportunity to really, to get some teaching on the basics of the engine and getting used to using it. Um, I think a little bit more smoothly than I would have if I had just opened it up and looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, from there, I, I continued college, um, went to to OIT, um, or transferred over to OIT, and was using Unity for a lot of the uh, programming projects that mm-hmm. uh, let me do that. Um, so I got some more experience that w- that way. Mm-hmm. After college, then I go back to Soma and I'm like, "Hey, remember me? I learned Unity." And Chris was like, "Uh," and she's like, and so he he kind of gave me like a throwaway project. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he didn't actually really want it done, but he just needed some time <laughs> to think. Um, 
and like I, I came back with some like documents saying like oh this the, a, a UML document, mm-hmm. um, which programmers will know what that is. Um, it's basically <laughs> kind of planning out some of the programming work that you would do. And he's then he's like actually I want you to work on this project. And so I started working on um, what I believe was also kind of a like uh, it was a project he wanted to do, but it had been kind of on the back on the back burner, and they never really had time. Mm. So you know throw it at the person who has no experience. Yeah. Uh, see what they come <laughs> up with. Um, which was, I do not remember. I don't think that was bok choy boy. That bok choy mm-hmm. boy was later. Um, I don't remember. It was some project though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I ended up getting pulled on to the actual team, which was working on Stargate pretty quickly. Okay. Um, and that was in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of that summer-ish area. And then I started working for Soma, um, at, like, actually working in like i want to say august 2013 oh and so you've been doing programming like basically the whole time yeah 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 (laughs) so it's before you were Um, at soma and all of that yeah um Mm. programming started in high school because my high school had a yeah couple of programming classes Mm. and and so it's been like approaching 10 if you started in summer of 13 approaching 10 years now since you've been there so um so in the last like 10 years or so of you being there um what are some of the things that have stuck out to you um the biggest for like this office dynamic um like how has it encouraged you and like your own growth or what have you been able to learn throughout that 10-year process uh, Soma's mentorship is often kind of a, uh, it's, it's a weird hmm. approach where you can kind of take someone who's new and you just give them, you throw them in the deep end, basically. Yeah. You give them something that's like, you would ask, you would ask a professional to do mm-hmm. and you see what they can do. Um, we're not, it's, you're not totally hands off. It's not like you can't ask for help or anything. Yeah. Um, but you do need to do it. Yeah. Um, and like, also you, you have the safety of like, well, like oftentimes it's a project that's been on the back burner, like for me. And mm-hmm. so like, if, um, you're just inexperienced or can't figure it out and you fail, like it's no big deal. We yeah. haven't lost anything that wasn't like tied to a deadline or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you succeed, well, now you have this actual thing that you've yeah. worked on that's a, a successful maybe not released product but a, a successful project mm-hmm. um in some way um and it and it also helps you kind of learn everything um that's like needed at least for that project yeah um so you don't you you tend to be more generally knowledgeable about the process mm-hmm yeah it's like a lot more real life application essentially for it as opposed to doing like a tutorial project where you end up with you know yeah whatever it is it's useless actually for like a small team where you're likely to fulfill multiple roles yeah and you're less likely to have be like here program this one class Mm -hmm. uh, and then return it to us Hmm. you know and you don't know what that class is going to or anything like that you just know here's the inputs here's the outputs Um, I understand uh, I haven't worked at a big studio but from what I've heard about them that is sometimes the programming task if you're not one of the higher level programmers yeah I could imagine that yeah 
Whereas um, at SOMA, like really all of our programmers have a much more all-encompassing grasp of like what is in the project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I kind of imagine is, you know, I don't really do any programming at all. When I say I don't really do any programming at all, I mean, I don't do any programming <laughs> at all. Um, but um, I could imagine that's incredibly helpful to understand like the entire scope of a project and be able to at least speak a little bit into more than just a very specific niche. Um, so that at the very least, like if you were to get to a position one day where you are doing a niche and you're doing one, you know, small part of a large project, just having a grasp of the rest of the project can probably help you at least communicate with other people on a team. Um, what's needed. It can often set expectations, um, of what your code is going to be used for Mm. and you can kind of tailor what you make to that, um, which can be a good thing. Hmm. And your story of how you got to Soma really sticks out to me because it's so uh, just serendipitous and like, yeah, oh, I want to work at a, a video game company and, you know, it would be cool to work at a Christian one. And, like, and we just Google thing, ones in my area. <laughs> the thing that they, they all, like uh, Chris and John and Gavin mm-hmm. and all the people who had been there before me kept telling me is like, nobody does that. <laughs> um, normally somebody says, hey, I want to work at this. And they're like, great, go learn Unity. And the person leaves and never comes back. Yeah. Um, the fact that you came back like kind of months later. Why, like, I'm not sure if Chris was entirely ready for me to come back. <laughs> when you show back at the door, you're like, remember me? And he's like, no, <laughs> I don't. I'm glad you're here, though, I guess. <laughs> so, And yeah, I've seen, I've seen that uh, a few times um, mm-hmm. myself as well. In other people? Like, yeah, other people doing the same thing. Coming and just, back. We don't see him again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've heard from so many people. And in my time, I've only been at SOMA for a little over a year now, but I've even noticed a decent amount of people, you know, walk in our front door, ask questions, say they found us online or whatever, and, you know, show interest and all that. But then that follow through isn't necessarily always there. Um, Yeah, I think the like the key, like uh attitude mm-hmm. personality traits something something along those lines like is just kind of the willingness to like go out and learn the thing you need to learn to get the job don't mm-hmm. always expect the job you want to to just conform to what you know yeah yeah being malleable and willing to grow and willing to adapt your own skill set and needs yeah i think especially now because i mean yeah, technology is always changing, but I feel like as someone who doesn't have a huge grasp on the specifics or technicalities in the industry, but it really is evolving and changing so quickly. Like even the amount of time that I've been here, you guys are um, using a different engine than you used when I first got here. Is that true? Did I say that correctly? Uh, no. You're using Unreal now, or in a lot we, of people we have, have been using Unreal for set stuff, um, oh, but okay. we're still using Unity for general like. Uh, apps and mm-hmm. games but i guess in general like but we are unity was a or sorry uh, unreal was a big thing that you guys all had to learn and do and being able to adapt and grow and yeah, be like we did do some of that. this is actually important for us to know it for the specific thing we're doing um as opposed to being like well we don't know how to do that so i guess this is a dead end and yeah <laughs> just keep looking for other jobs or something um there's a lot of real world application in that i suppose yeah, there's a lot of places where you will you will lose opportunities when you do mm-hmm. that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing a little of your story and all that. I think it's yeah, no problem. 
cool to hear. I mean, it's a uh, everybody has really really unique stories and how they got around, and I just think it's hilarious to me that you can just Google like. I need a Christian video game company in my town and there just happens to be one in my town. And, uh, it was just, yeah, like I said, serendipitous, but it was one that paid off. Yeah. That was great. Um, yeah. So thank you for joining us today and we'll hope to see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation. You can find us online at somasoulworks.org and continue these conversations with our small group curriculum. We hope to see you next time and have a great day.